0: The Gun Experiment proudly presents Chopping It Up, and here are your hosts, Mike and Big Keith. What's going on there, big man? Yeah, man. You know it. Everything's good. Cool. Living life. Living life. Still breathing. Haven't quit shaving.
1: <laughs> I've never heard that before.
0: Never heard of quit shaving? I have not. I used to work for a guy that would say that. He would say, I'm doing good. I haven't quit shaving yet.
1: All right. All right.
0: So what's new? Uh, drink a little tea, you know. Excited for uh, for some bourbon. I'm going to go bust some clays tomorrow morning. Cool. I, I know you I, wanted me to go. Well, your, your comment is what made me laugh the best. Why that? You were like, nah, I can't get excited to go. And I'm like, you're not supposed to be excited to go. You're <laughs> supposed to want to come to socialize with me. I mean, that's fair i don't even like socializing at those things
1: i i feel so out of place i'm there,
0: there. you know like i mean that's 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 fair. i have definitely done things with you shooting wise that i'm not excited well, I said to do to
1: crystal was like you should just go and i was like honestly i said this is like it's a new game you've not shot
0: this game before <laughs> it's the same it's it's not the same it's a I, totally different totally I, different shot i look at it the way you look at jiu-jitsu well this would be i mean like, you, i would have what's, just rolled what's twenty what's, guys. what's close to jiu but not jujitsu? jitsu this. No, 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 no. In jujitsu world. Uh judo? Okay. So this is like judo, not jujitsu. If trap is jujitsu for me <laughs> to you, this is judo. So you'll do
1: judo with me. You just won't do judo. Oh jiu-jitsu. damn it. So you, uh, you gotta watch what
0: you say your buddy. I was just trying to use that as an analogy. I wasn't trying to get into any martial arts all right, of all any right, kind. All right. all right. Well Can I bring a shotgun to judo?
1: I think that would be frowned upon.
0: Okay, then no, I'm not doing (laughs) Juno. All
1: right, so I want to remind everyone that we release new content every Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are new to the gun experiment slash chopping it up show, uh, we always ask for a little support from our listeners. And if you would be so kind as to jump onto Spotify after you listen to this episode and leave us a little comment, maybe some of the articles we cover are of interest to you and you might want to... Talking about it, right? Let us hear what you have to say about it. And uh, as always, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. So uh, I'm playing around with some camera work here in studio tonight, Keith, which is kind of weird, I have to say.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm glad I kind of... You pushed me. Pushed you a little bit. You did push me for sure. Which is shocking that I'm the one to push you on that.
1: It is, but uh, whatever. Sometimes even I I need a little push, I guess. So
0: at a moment of non-clarity, I guess.
1: (laughs) So uh, before we introduce tonight's co-host, guest co-host, I want to talk about on-site firearms training. They teach everything from beginner to advanced classes and can make you a better shooter and more capable defender with just about every firearm platform under the sun. Keith and I really like their weekly skill builder classes when we get the chance to go to them <laughs> and have gotten a lot of value from the ones that we've been to. If you want to improve your shooting, look no further than on-site firearms training. Sign up for a class today at OFTLLC.US. And so with that said, tonight's guest co-host has become quite a regular contributor on Shopping It Up and is our go-to Second Amendment lawyer right here in New York. I am pleased to welcome back Peter Tillum of Tillum & Associates. Peter, what is going on?
2: Oh, feeling good tonight. Yeah? yeah. So you brought us a little uh, some gifts. I did. You know what happened? Last time I was in studio here, I mentioned on the air that uh, my... Bourbon dealer actually called the office, and I wasn't too happy about the fact that my office, everyone in my office now <laughs> knew that I had a bourbon dealer. So, uh, my wife thought he should hear that clip and uh, send it over to him. And he wanted to know what bourbon we were drinking. And when I told him, he said, No, that was totally unacceptable. <laughs> he said, I'm going to donate a couple of bottles. And so, here we are. I brought two, um, two single barrel bottles. 62.5% okay. alcohol. Yeah,
0: buddy. Spicing. Right out
2: of the barrel. These are single barrels, barrel strength. And uh, it's a first edition and a second edition. We're going to get to taste them and compare them tonight. Wow. Uh, so now these come. are, he he made these? He he bought the barrels. He okay. selected the barrels, bought them, and then bottled them. Wow. And, wow. Uh, wow. I Do guess the, uh, from what I understand, the barrel selection process, you get to taste from a bunch of barrels. Okay. And uh, you pick the one you like. And uh, I haven't tasted the first edition. I thought the second edition was unbelievable. Okay. Uh, and so I'm-, you, I'm can s- om- you
0: can see a little color contrast there. Yeah, there is a
2: color contrast. Uh, and uh, just to let you know who the uh, magnanimous donor was- I was going to
0: say, anybody who
1: brings uh, brings alcohol to this studio, they can get a plug anytime they want. <laughs> absolutely.
2: So uh, this is my uh, good friend and bourbon dealer, Gersh. Uh, it's the vineyard in Bergenfield, New Jersey. And uh, he's great. He gets me whatever I need and uh, highly recommended. So if cool. you... Uh,
1: does he do like, uh, like, does he ship stuff,
2: on like the online shi- sales? He ships stuff. Uh, it's, it's the Vineyard in Bergenfield. And you could definitely call him up and tell him that Peter, uh, or The Gun Experiment, because he's now a listener to the
0: show. I love it. Yeah. Well, Gersh, thank you very much. And very I'm much very excited it. to crack these things open. So let's get to it. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's you, start we with the, uh, the first edition. Okay. Oh, that's very good. It is very good. Um, it's very tasty. Although, this oh. is my first time trying the first edition. I think the second edition is even better.
1: Yeah, no, it's very, very good. Ooh. It actually doesn't even need ice. Very good. Mm-hmm. I,
0: tasty, tasty.
2: So, Peter, what's going on with you? Oh, you said you're busy. Yeah, we're busy. Uh, look, you know, I'm trying to keep track of what's going on in the Second Amendment world in New York. I yeah. mean, they, Us too. They're changing it every day. And, uh, you know, I have my lawsuit going in Manhattan right now, a uh, case against New York City Police Department. And, I was going to ask you about uh, that. Yeah, and and one of the problems is that the law is changing every day. Uh, we had a conference with the judge, and I said, Judge, are you aware that one of your colleagues just ruled that the entire way that the NYPD decides gun licenses are unconstitutional and that you can't use uh, good moral character as, as a right. test anymore? And she said, no, I had no idea. Get out. Yeah, and she said, you know, look, someone's got to bring this st- stuff to my attention. I said, well, that's what I'm telling you. I said, it just was decided.
0: Let me give you the briefing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so anyway, you know, then it's like, okay, you know, we can't, how are we going to do a conference on this case until we figure out, and this is the Soror decision.
0: Did as, she at least agree to read that first before the briefing? Well,
2: yeah. You know, she, what she wanted <clears throat> was a letter from the lawyers saying, well, how does this affect things? Ah, But then- the Second Circuit came down, right. and I think a lot of what they said probably overruled the Sotwor decision, even though it wasn't even decided yet when they mm. when they just when they wrote the decision. So there's just so many moving parts right now; it's just going yeah. back and
0: forth. I, I'm convinced, Mike. I know you're the same. That this is just what they wanted. They just they just wanted to confuse the shit out they of everyone. Really, I think they want to just tie things up as long as possible.
1: And they're succeeding at that. They are succeeding. That's that's what's happening.
2: And and I'll tell you, you know, people ask me about this all the time. And, you know, one of the things I say is that I don't see people being charged with sensitive location cases. Mm -hmm. And part of it is, and if you read the Second Circuit, they're saying that people don't have standing. It's like a tack on charge, right? A lot of times it gets tacked on if there's- Well, I haven't seen, I've seen two sensitive place cases. One was the city councilwoman who that case was dismissed. And then I had one in, in, and I don't even want to say what county it is because it's still, mm-hmm. but it, but the district attorney's office declined to prosecute it. It was an EMT worker in a hospital. And the fact is they declined to prosecute it. I don't think they want to prosecute people yeah. because right now they have these laws on the books and people are scared and they want yeah. to keep it
0: that way. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: well speaking of... Uh, gun laws behind enemy lines. So our first article tonight is the Supreme Court gives January 6th rioters a major win. Uh, I did not like this, obviously. It was not beneficial for us. So essentially, this has to do with a Southern Illinois federal judge officially declined to issue an injunction to delay the January 1st registration requirement under the state's new assault weapons ban. So I guess there's the, uh, they were trying to put this new act in place, uh, the Protect Illinois Communities Act or PICA. And gun groups argued the requirements were unconstitutional under the Second and Fourteenth Amendments to the US Constitution, which Peter, in a second, I'm going to let you kind of chime in on that. And individual gun owners and gun rights advocates and so on and so forth argued that the rules governing the registration of already-owned assault weapons were vague and that the state failed to give proper notice to the owners of those weapons. So, long story short, uh, the judge uh, dismissed the 14th Amendment claim in uh, the order and declined to address the Second Amendment claims. So, Peter, from from legal
2: perspective, go. Well, I mean, look, I read this article uh, before I came on the show, and I said to myself, well, you know, Illinois, welcome to the club. I mean, we been you know... You're 10 years behind us. We already <laughs> we already went through this already once. So, I mean, this is the SAFE Act, right? And, you know, th- this is the SAFE Act. Illinois is just 10 years behind us.
0: We just have to keep hoping, like, that when these things happen in other states after New York and so far after New York, that it fires them up enough to make a change. I mean, you say cautionary tale New York all the time, and here yeah. it is, Mike, right?
1: Well, and uh, so what I'm kind of curious about with this is where does this ultimately lead? And we keep saying the Supreme Court, but— the supreme court just does not seem to want to take up anything to do with assault weapon bans or high capacity magazines so it's just frustrating to me because you know
2: when is this i'm waiting for that well like, remember well, they, is they've already
0: end? they've already addressed that they they've addressed it in bruin
2: right but also you have got to remember something after i don't think short of.
0: i think it's pretty clear
2: after bruin about a week after bruin they sent back three cases three second amendment cases to the circuits yeah and so there is an assault weapon ban now uh, that's pending uh, that they they remanded back and said read Bruin and reconsider. Right now the circuits are slow walking them. In the third circuit they have a magazine ban case that was also sent back after Bruin to the to the circuits and uh, they're slow walking these cases. And I know in the in the third circuit, New Jersey begged them. And said, you know, please let it go back to the district court so we can make a better record uh, because the Second Circuit, the Third Circuit was going to rule and the Third Circuit sent it back to the district court. So now you're basically starting from, from scratch. scratch. It's I, all about delay.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's a delay,
2: delay, delay, 100%. So, but, Keith, oh, go ahead. No, in, until we start winning elections. If, if we don't win elections, then laws like this are going to get passed and we're going to have to go and fight in the courts for years to get them overturned.
1: Yeah, So Keith, I want to lead you into your, into your story, but um, let me start with this. So a lot's been going on with the January 6th riot and that whole, all that nonsense. And so- Is it a riot? That's what they're calling it. Okay. So we'll go with that name, I suppose. Uh, And so- I thought it was an insurrection.
0: Uh, I've (laughs) heard that (laughs) too, That too.
1: So- the big news that I saw, and I actually had a, uh, a listener or a, a follower, I don't know if he actually listens to the show, uh, reach out to me privately, so I thought this was interesting to bring up on the show. So I had made a comment or a post on my Instagram story when uh, Colorado had deemed that Trump could not yes. be on the ballot. Yep. And so, and obviously, if you don't know that, you're kind of living under a rock at this point, but you know, Trump cannot be on the ballot, and this is going to probably go to the Supreme Court. and. I wrote something that basically, I wrote something that said, this is just such, so dangerous to to democracy. And anytime a political party doesn't agree with someone, doesn't want them to run, doesn't think that they can beat someone, let's say, and they can just pull this nonsense, it is damaging to democracy. And so this person reached out to me and they basically said, it, it was a little, I think, off in terms of, he just said, like, I couldn't vote for this guy again. And I said, I'm not arguing that. What I'm arguing is, is that he is the front runner by far in the, in the GOP and to not give him his chance to run is crazy. Mm. And the person was like, no, no, I I do agree with that. And I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's good. And he actually then later recanted and was kind of like, well, if it came down to Biden and him, I mean, I guess I would have to go with him. And I was like, (laughs) all right, all right. But you know, I know there's a lot, I think there's a lot of listeners to the show that maybe aren't big Trump fans. And that's okay. You know, like I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm not telling you Trump's a good president, bad president, you know, vote for him, don't for, Listen, for him. Listen, he's not perfect. Yeah. But the bottom line is the, if the the guy I really think believes, I think he deserves to be on the ballot if he is the, the front runner and, and wins and wins the nomination. If he's and,
0: not a, com, if he's not ineligible to be president <laughs> for the reasons that you're ineligible right. to be president.
1: And, and so like I was, I did a little research and Peter, you can sort of, um, you can correct me but the part of the 14th that they're referring to is the idea that you can't basically swear into office and then cause insurrection that's that's the the clause in the 14th amendment i believe correct right
2: well actually the four, the clause in the 14th amendment was put in there to prevent people in the, who were leading the confederacy civil, civil right yeah. during the civil war to then get elected as as uh, officials in the government, right. in the new government, and and take it over. Yes, yeah, this so, will be the first time
1: that this has ever been correct, used. In correct,
2: correct. So you know what you're doing is you're now saying, okay, we're going to have a Democrat elected in the state of Colorado, uh, and and now I heard on the way over here that uh, now the Secretary of State of Maine has made the same ruling, a Democrat. And mm. you're gonna you're gonna basically have these elected officials. It's decide. weaponizing the party. It is weaponizing. It's weaponizing the government. Yeah. It's weaponizing the the judicial system. It's it's terrible. So the-
0: I, this is just it. Again, it just I I'm smiling over here, not in joy, but in in a way that's I, it, it's it's just breaking down. It's just all breaking down. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. Ben Franklin has got to be laughing. Like, he's got to be up there. Cold it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you think
2: about it, it's not so different than what happened in 2020. Because in 2020, you had the Secretary of State changing the voting rules. True. In ways,
0: the same people that are doing it now. And I I believe, you're right. I believe, Peter, that, that that was A a similar break. Like that is all attributed to when it started crumbling around, you know? Well, there was a point in, in our country where
2: a red line was crossed. And I'm going to say it was under the Obama administration. And I'm going to say that Lois Lerner, when she was targeting conservative groups, using the IRS to target conservative groups based upon their party affiliation. Mm. And that was a red line that in my opinion as the United States of America, we're not a third world country. We don't use the government to punish our political enemies. And that line was crossed. And now we don't seem to be able to get it back.
0: What did Matt Larson say about not, we have a problem in this country of we, we, we can't respect each other's right to a freedom of opinion to
1: be different, to be different.
0: Right. Like we can't respect that. And that is what that is. Right. That's what you're talking about. You know, we have all, we all have this freedom of opinion and freedom of of what we believe is right and what we believe is wrong. But when you don't agree with the other side and they're in power, well, they um, do shit like that. So I went back and I looked, tried to look up the
1: transcripts of all the things that had been said prior to January 6th and they're pretty public. They're pretty public. Yeah, and I looked and I have to be honest, I don't understand where they're getting this stuff from. And like, I have friends who don't agree with me on this and I try to go in with a very open mind and there's just so much recollection of him saying, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to go to the Capitol we, you know, we but, but do it peacefully. Like, I mean, like it, it's very, very clear from what I read. I mean, I, I, tried really to go with a, with an open lens and an, and an open eye. And
0: well, the, I think the people that disagree with you just feel that even if you tell Trump in quotation supporters, to, to, do peaceful. to do peaceful they won't do it but i mean like
1: don't you have to read the words
0: on the paper the way that they're I, written i mean i, 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 I think it goes back to the example i don't think they care about that i don't yeah. i don't i don't I, right i mean we're t- we've talking we've talking we've, talkin', we've talked <laughs> the entire episode uh so far about how we misinterpret so many different things along second amendment life and we're about to get into another one here on 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 January 6th stuff but, you know, they just – if they don't agree and they're in power, they interpret it how they want and fits their mold and go on with life.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. So anyway, but that's kind of my prelude because that really kind of bothered me. And I was glad that I had that conversation with the gentleman that, that reached out to me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think we, we agreed and I think most people would agree that, you know, he you should change changed have right. his mind or he changed your mind? I think we agreed to begin with. I just think he uh, didn't love Trump. Yeah. And that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so like take said, us to January
0: 6th. Well, so the, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case uh, challenging the Justice's uh, de- Justice Department's interpretation of obstruction of an official proceeding. So that's been, I think, the majority charge of these January Sixers. Uh, one of the char- one of the majority charge that most of them have received, among other things. But um, so the the uh, they granted uh How do I say that? Shari Yeah. Uh, Fisher versus United States, and um, I don't know exactly when they'll be taking this case, but it's going to be fairly soon, I think, in the new year. But basically, uh, the obstruction charge is is the center of the case and that um, it's it's been deployed, like I said, among most of the defendants uh, from January 6th. But what's interesting is that this could also affect a lot of the um, legal um, – as challenges that Trump is facing right now, depending right. on how this is ruled. They're tied in pretty They're clearly. tied in. So um that you know there let <laughs> me find where I was going here. The the ruling could affect uh have a ripple effect on all these Capitol riot cases as well as, as Trump, like I said.
1: One thing that I heard that was interesting is that it, there's there could be a strategy here. The Supreme Court is kind of under fire a lot because it is a um, red majority, and so right, I,
0: right now they are. I mean, the, I mean, everybody is reading everything that's going on with Clarence Thomas. I mean, yeah. they are. It's hot. I, it's hot. Yeah, I, I almost used a term that I probably like. They, I feel like they're just publicly uh, trying to humiliate that man. Yeah. You know? And so like
1: I like I feel like there's this strategy out there, or there could be this strategy of like put put cases before the Supreme Court that we all know that they they need to side on they have to go on the right side of this, but the right side happens to be the right side. And by ruling properly, it looks like they're favoring Republicans. And so like therefore it's like, you know, look at look at what having a, you know, a Republican majority has I, done to uh, the Supreme Court. You know
0: what though? Again, it's an that is another example of short sightedness. Yeah, there have been plenty of times where the court's been left, <laughs> and there have been you know it's not, it, and that's why they have a lifetime appointment. They're supposed to be they're supposed to be immune from that, right? Correct. That's Correct. exactly right. And and there have been plenty of instances. Which is why, I'm sorry, I'm, I was going to say there have been plenty of instances where justices are labeled left or right, and then when they rule. They rule the opposite way that people think they are. Right. You know, so I think there's fair and bias in them. To but some extent.
2: I think the lifetime appointment though is the reason that they're trying to delegitimize
0: the institution. Sure. sure. Yeah. And I can't decide on that, Peter. I, I've gone back and forth. I've tried to debate with myself. I'm I'm currently I'm I'm on the it should be a lifetime appointment. But you know what the problem is, and Peter, this, but I'm not this sure. might be
1: hard for you as a lawyer, you know, you could give maybe more insight, but I feel like the lifetime appointment is important because they have to be able to rule on what's right and just and not what's maybe in what's in their political ideology. However, very often we can't help that. We're
0: humans, right? And so Well, that's why we that's why we're how we are today and right. how we you know, get angry with each other over having a different belief. You right. know, you are a human, you right. know, you you, for sure. you, you interpret things one way. I interpret another. Right. And how you, how do you fix that? Right. You know, but, we, yeah. but you know, right?
2: I think that's the genius, genius of our founding fathers. They didn't give the lifetime appointment to everyone. Right. 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 Just the judges, just right. the judges. Right. And so just the, judicial the guy, thank God, Could thank God, imagine? right. The guy with the guns, the guy who is the executive who has control of everything, hmm. he, he gets a four year term.
0: Right. right. Oh, that's interesting.
2: And yeah. uh and the Congress people, you know, it's two and six, depending right. on which branch of, of Congress they're with. So, you know, the genius of this is that they were very judicious in the way they well, handed and, out the it creates, creates
0: balance. Yeah, I it feel does. like I feel I, like it
1: creates some listen, balance. I agree. Lo- lo- love it or hate it, and I've hated it many times. Roberts has not always sided on the side no, i wanted to. No, that's and that's my point. That's a very good example of that. Yeah. You know, he he definitely kind of Went more to the middle for whatever reason, and so that you know that just shows that the system isn't as flawed as as our, as you would think, and the founding fathers the, really did
0: have it right. <laughs> well, there, is- there are some other elected uh, offices that does, and that that like, and Supreme Court is not elected, but there are <laughs> other elected offices that need a term limit besides oh, yeah. the Supreme Court. Oh, for sure. The New York State Governor being one of them. Yeah, for sure. You know, sure. I mean, that is. Yeah, there, yeah are, crazy. there are there are higher priorities than the Supreme Court. Listen, so,
2: nobody was complaining about the Supreme Court when they passed Roe v. Wade, and in the 60s and 70s when they were an, an active court that were basically uh, creating the political uh, agenda through judicial fiat and because they couldn't get it passed in Congress, uh, nobody was complaining. Now, nobody. all of a yeah. sudden, the the Supreme Court is the worst entity in the world.
1: Right. Yeah. right. So I'm going to move it past uh, January 6th here. And uh, Keith, you sent me this article about delivery drivers <laughs> asking for a tip before giving their food up, and I actually read the article. And it was, it actually is is quite old, this particular one. But then you said you'd found some other stuff, so this yeah. is like a hot item. Well, right now.
0: so what happened was these were a couple days apart from each other, but this was the second one that I sent you, and this one was. Well, I, I'm going to talk about the one that really got me. It wasn't this sure. one, but it was. A lady had come to deliver somebody's uh, Chipotle burrito, I believe it was. sounds delicious. It looked delicious, right? But she gets there and uh, she knocks on the door and she goes to hand over the burrito. And she says, "Uh, where's my tip? And the guy goes, well, you're a delivery driver. I I don't have, you, you get paid to deliver food. I don't tip you for that, you know? And she's like, well, I'm not giving you the burrito until you give me a tip and he's like well, what do you mean and 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 she's like this burrito right here you don't get it unless you give me a tip <laughs> and and he's like well i'm not giving you a tip and he goes she goes all right she opens it up and starts taking a bite out of the burrito right my in burrito front of, my burrito and then she like takes a couple bites and throws it at him and i'm like this is crazy like
1: <laughs> so the, I, this is funny because i the tipping culture in our country is crazy to it
0: is got it's I crazy. get asked to tip on a self-checkout. So, like, all right,
1: so let, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm actually glad you brought, brought this article to the table. So first off, uh, <clears throat> When you go to almost anywhere these days, and you have the electronic keypad, and you go to check out, it asks if you want to leave a tip. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm leaving a tip for the pack of gum I just bought. Like, I mean, like literally, there's a there's a tip for everything. Which to me, that's like a little insulting. You know, what I mean, like you're you're asking people for a tip that you really did nothing other than just ring me up, right? So the tipping culture in in our country is is what it is but i mean that's crazy the, to begin
0: with no but i was going to say my understanding of how tips actually started is you actually provided a tip at the beginning of a meal so yeah so so tips is
1: actually it's it's an acronym it stands for to ensure proper service right. is what tips stands for and so To your point, that was the idea of it. Was that you were if you want really
0: good service, you give your tip up front. Correct.
1: (laughs) Which by the way, I've done at a bar before, it works very well. Here's twenty dollars. Your tip for the night, that's that's
0: my MO at weddings. Yeah. I I give like a good tip at the at the bar at the beginning, and I go, I'm drinking this all night. Don't forget about me. Yeah. (laughs) And they don't they will not forget about me. They will not forget. So
1: that is the history of the tip. And I once read a book many, many moons ago. That said, something along the lines of if someone gives outstanding service, 20%. Yeah. Average service, they did their job, you know, great. You know, the way that they work is they're paid very low and tips makes their the remainder of their their pay but 15, that's, 15%. Not
0: for self-checkout.
1: Poor service, <laughs> like not so good, 10%. This is the, now the next part's the part that I think is interesting. If service was so bad that you feel a tip is inappropriate, you do not leave a tip. However... You are, you are supposed to go to the manager and say, I did not leave a tip on tonight's service. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you're the one who looks like the villain, right? So that's sort of like some some etiquette on tipping. And I just find like these, you know, these DoorDash things.
0: And, and when, when you're supposed to, first of all, I always tip. And I always tip about 20%. So interesting. You got me thinking about this to ensure proper service. I guess on like DoorDash and those other things. You tip ahead of time. To ensure proper service. You tip ahead Jared of time. Tip ahead of time. Yeah, and I always
1: do, right? <laughs> but I mean, there's been times where like shit's missing out of the package, and I'm like, I mean, I gave you a 20% yeah, tip, you go, and like right. you didn't even you like, didn't check get the proper bear. service there, right? So there's a two way street here. Like I do think that those I think it is wrong for someone to not tip those people, right? Like they're 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 leaving, and I know there were some people that said like you know, um, well you could have you could have went and got it yourself. And that's true. But that's what this woman said, right? The woman
2: said, oh, you have a car in the driveway. Yeah. Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes. That was it. Yeah. 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 We're
2: only like a block away, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. And so like, but she didn't even like let the guy give her, he didn't, she didn't even have a chance for him to tip. Right. She was like, where's my tip? Same with this burrito lady. I'm holding the food back. (laughs) Yeah. And that tells me that people are getting burned on this a lot.
0: Peter, do you get tips? So I don't. What? They
1: don't
2: tip lawyers. No, no. no. I've <laughs> gotten, tips, included I've in the gotten price. tips. I've gotten tips. <laughs> yeah, but not routinely. But the fact <laughs> tips is, on a good horse or whatever. this is good. good well, you know, of bourbon. You know, the warrior joke is, you know, why is the horse so expensive? It's worth it. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, yeah. But this is an example mm-hmm. of what we we're talking about earlier. A breakdown in society. Like this is just like, yeah. you know what? It's people behaving badly. Like, okay, so someone didn't tip you. You don't act like this. You, you order
1: a pizza, guy comes to the door and delivers your pizza, maybe you don't have like, you know, loose cash on you. Like you only have like 50s or something, right? I feel like this has happened to me before. and That's why I'm saying it, but I can't remember an exact example. I feel like those people are just like oh, that. Sucked. That was a bad delivery. It, it was a shitty delivery. I mean, I, that, guy that screwed me in that situation. But um, if I was the delivery guy, I think I would just be like, oh, it just it, it it would irritate me, but I would
2: move on. But well, I believe, and I'm not a labor lawyer, but I believe that at least I think in New York State now, there used to be that tipped wages. The minimum wage for tipped staff was half yeah. of what it is for everyone else. I think it's now even with what. Oh, I
0: mean, well, yeah. That could so. Be.
2: Uh, that, that law has changed. Hmm, so they're making the same amount really? as untipped staff.
1: I'd like to know that for sure. That's interesting.
0: Well, and in your situation, where you're talking about Mike, where you don't have enough change broken. Do to, you understand the example I was giving? I do, yeah, yeah. I do. So I'm just coming up with some ideas of what you, I, how every, I would handle it.
1: Everything's digital, right? Maybe you don't have a cash on sure. you. Sure.
0: So if, if you can't do it digitally, you don't have a cash on you, or your bills are too big, he doesn't can't break it, or yep. she can't break it, Personally, given where I know we order from, it's yep. all a couple miles of our house, yep. few miles of our house. Yeah. I, I got I, you. I would honestly say I'll I'm, I'll be there tomorrow and I'll drop it off for you or whatever. Yep. Like that's another option. Yeah, like yeah, I, for I, sure. I, I would, then you got to do it. Yeah, you know. Then you got to be the the right man of your word. Man of your word and do it for sure. But if you do it and you do a man of your word, then you're doing the right thing. Correct, and Correct. Going, you know.
1: So I want to get the second half of the show, but before we do that, I, I do want to do an ad read, but even before I do that, I really want to get this other bourbon. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Can we do that? You'd read the ad, Peter say, will pour bourbon. I got it, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, so before we move on to the second half, I want to briefly talk about Fort Patriots Survival Food. Fort Patriots provides long-lasting and delicious food options that are specifically designed to provide you and your loved ones with the sustenance you need when you need it most. Their 72-hour kit- Is super affordable, and in my opinion, it's a great way to start your long-term food prep journey. They offer survival food, and they offer a lot more than just that, and now they've done something very special for our listeners. The folks at 4Patriots set up a special page for you at 4Patriots.com forward slash gun experiment 10 so the listeners of this podcast can get weekly discounts and deals, but act quickly because the deals will change weekly. Remember, head to 4Patriots.com forward slash gun experiment 10 each week, And grab those deals. And Keith, I'm just going to jump on this real quick. Sure. The last episode I recorded has not come out yet, but it's very heavily based on um, bushcraft and survival. And I I really missed having you on there. I missed
0: being there. I had some good questions I wanted to talk to. It was
1: a really good episode. I actually hope you'll listen to it. Um, I'm sure I
0: will. We did a cool
1: segment on, I'm going to give a little preview here for people that listen. We did a cool thing on building out a modern Minuteman bag. And I'm not even going to tell you what that is, mm. but it was, it was an idea from the guest and it was a really cool. And I actually think I might follow like, through on this and do it. Is it
0: Minuteman reference to like a Minuteman? Minuteman
1: from the Revolutionary yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was a very cool, it's something that it's coming out. Uh, it'll be the um, end of January. So it, it's a little preview there, but it got me thinking with all this kind of like sustenance and providing your family and having survival food, it kind of fits in with that. And for the listeners Look Look forward to that. I think it's a good episode for you. So let's do this bourbon. So yeah. what is this?
2: This is this the is second now edition? Bearded Tribe, single barrel, New American Oak, bourbon whiskey, second edition.
0: Mm. Smell a little more vanilla in there?
2: See, I think this is even smoother than the first. Oh, super smooth. Right, and that's 62% alcohol, 62.5% alcohol. It
0: it is smoother than the
2: first. When we did the testing on the show, one
1: of the ones we did was a really high alcohol content. I can't remember what the content was, but I didn't enjoy it. And this is high content, and I really like it. Yeah, it's it's, very smooth. It's very smooth.
0: You know, we're we're drinking it right, drinking it neat. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, no no ice. It's really, really good. Mm. This is smoother than the first edition.
1: Very, very good. All right, so- we're gonna play a little game today. Game it up, and uh, I, the listeners that are out there, you guys can play along. And uh, let us now you score. So this is a new game, Peter. You always come for the good stuff. I know, and, and, and the thing is, the is I stuff. always
2: notice when I'm looking at the uh, agenda for the show. Yeah, that the information for the show, for the game is not in there. No, so. no, no.
0: I, I don't I, even. I just, he didn't share it with me. No, no. This has, <laughs> this comes
1: live. So this, he, does, he does. He knows I'll cheat. This game is called Gift or Curse. So I'm going to give a topic. Each of us gets to host. There's, there's 10 rounds, which sounds like a lot, but it's not not so bad. So uh, each of us gets to host. And so I'm going to give you the, the topic. And under your when it's your turn to host, you get to decide whether it's a gift or curse. But don't say it. And then the other people in the room decide whether it's a gift or curse. And if they agree with you, they get the point. Okay. They get a point.
0: Okay. Okay. Sounds complicated, so but-
1: It's not so complicated. And I'm going to start off. Okay. So the topic that is a gift or a curse, is it a gift or a curse? I have it in my mind what it is. Social media, gift or curse?
0: We all know what I'm We answering. know what Keith's going to say. So Keith's going to
1: say curse.
2: It's a tough one. It is tough. That's tough. That's why I did um, it.
0: it. It's not tough for me. Right. <laughs> uh,
2: look, the theme of the show is breakdown in society.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah. social media? Yeah. I'm going to say a curse. Yeah, I mean look at Mark Zuckerberg is building a freaking <laughs> I don't know, bunker the size of an <laughs> island on Hawaii because he created this curse. So I had it as a curse for me. Of course. So I'm going to So give Peter and I get points. Keith and Peter both get a point. Oh, I guess it's not that complicated. It's not. I
1: told you it wasn't. Okay, uh Peter, you're next. Okay? So your topic
0: is Glock. But he doesn't pick, he doesn't tell us. Yes, we we got to pick first.
1: The the, the topic is Glock.
0: Like, as a manufacturer.
1: As just Glock. That's all I'm saying. As a manufacturer.
2: As a gun. As a gun, as a manufacturer.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Got
1: it. Okay, so Peter, do you have. Okay,
2: so I have the floor Glock, gift or curse?
1: Gift.
0: Gift.
2: Gift. I carry one. Okay. So Mike yeah. and Keith get a point.
0: It filled a great niche, you it, know, it, for, it for a good price point. And and listen, innovation. Listen, it's a, not a nighthawk, but it, <laughs>
2: but it's innovation. <laughs> Look, right? I was a late adopter, right? It took me a long time to uh to, to get on board. But you know what? The fact is they no, shoot it, yes. and, and, they, and they're, they're accurate, they're reliable, yeah.
1: they're you know yep. affordable. Yeah. And they're sure. durable. Yep. Yep. All right, Keith. Your topic, you ready? Yeah. Your topic is fast food. Fast <laughs> Got food. Got it. Okay.
2: Uh I'm gonna go gift. Hmm. Another tough one. I'm gonna say gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's delicious. So,
1: it's delicious. It's <laughs> delicious and it's <laughs>
0: fast. <laughs> and it's, I, I, well, I, McDonald's these days is anything but fast. Yes. But
1: if you're going health wise, it's a curse. Yes. But yes. I but I, I have to tell you it's my it's my guilty pleasure i fucking a love right it. i freaking love it i can't help
0: all it. kinds like not
1: just one over another but okay okay uh my turn yeah so the topic here is
0: <clears throat> shoulder holster meaning like uh like a regular a leather shoulder holster inside like a jacket Correct. Kind of, yeah okay correct. like miami vice style don johnson correct yeah correct okay peter curse gift
1: it's a curse. So <laughs> a, I, I, I knew I was going to get Keith on that one. No, but, I think they're cool. But I, but I appreciate you answering honestly. Because you no, should answer honestly. They're cool. They but are so
2: cool. But they're right. a curse. But you know what? I mean, how do you draw from yeah. a uh, shoulder holster without muzzling the entire world? Well, it's, that might be true. It's <laughs> not practical. <laughs> it's not practical. But it
0: is cool. Listen, is, if I'll give you cool. If you're carrying a 1911, the safety will be on until, you do, <laughs> until, you're, until you're not
1: muzzling it the right way. I'll give you cool factor. It's a, I got it as a curse. Okay. So you
2: get... Internet. Oh, Ooh. internet. Gift or curse? Okay. Gift. Gift. Definitely gift. Got it. Yeah. So, it I mean, we, we live in the information age. What what it, we. It's what the we, encyclopedia of our time. Correct. Of this time, it it and moved
0: faster than we could understand it. And I think that's probably where maybe the curse part mm-hmm. might be thought of. Yeah. But, but it, ultimately, it's look, a gift. Is, ultimately is where social false, media is a no. curse,
1: it is a gift. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Keith, your turn. Okay. Red dots. Pistol-mounted okay. red dots. Got it. Gift. 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 Peter and Mike, get a point. Hope the fans, I hope, hope you listeners are, are playing along here. I know you may be driving or whatever, but, you know, keep track of how you're doing. All right. So it's my turn, correct? Yeah. Uh, streaming services. So this could be Hulu. Netflix, it could be Netflix. Like any that. streaming services, binge watching, that
0: kind of this stuff. This is like, I mean, yeah. it's not a gift or a curse. It's like well, evo- evo- It's evolution.
1: Yeah, but
0: you could make some arguments. Mm. Gift. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. See, Uh, I mean, I'm thinking like OnlyFans, and uh, (laughs) there's some gifts there. (laughs) Uh, Again, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse. It's like an evolution. It's trickier than you
1: thought. See, you thought it was easy. Um, I'm going to say a curse. I think it's a gift. I think it's a gift. So I'm going to give Peter a point. Um, Peter's leading the board, by the way. I, I think it's a gift because
0: I like the options it gives you. Yeah, right? like
1: You get to choose what you like, what service. It, it
2: opens up the free market a bit. But
0: eventually you end up paying more.
2: You may, but, Your you know options, but you have more options. You're more in control. Think about the cable company, right? When yeah, you, they you know, yeah, they had total control. They have were, total control.
0: You were paying $150 for a hundred channels that you didn't watch. Right, right, right. Yeah. you know. The, the, the curse part for me, and Peter,
1: just, I just mean, get a little closer on that mic just so you yeah. know. The, the, the curse part for me is like binge watching to me. Like I look at my kids. Mm. They just watch whatever they want. Right. They don't know what a commercial is. They, right. they don't have to wait wow. for anything. So there's a little bit of a curse there, but ultimately like I, I really love it. I yeah. love the, the freedom it gives you. You have options and options are good. Free market is good. So I, I like that. What's my topic? Grubhub.
2: Uh, <laughs> grubhub okay gift or curse
0: curse i think it takes away from the the local you know these local uh, restaurants and things that they they have to the, the percentage like i've heard, i've talked to a few people the percentage that they have to give to grubhub is disgusting
1: i'm gonna go curse i, I was you know i was unsure on this one myself but i'm gonna go curse
2: I thought a gift just because of the convenience of it. It's, oh, uh, it is it
0: is a centralized yeah. database. Like I get that part, Peter. But once I found out like how much they had to pay. Yeah, I, I
2: don't know that. That's I, interesting. It was, it was, like, you know, tw- some places were
0: like
1: 20 or 30% of the tab. Wow. Yeah. And the other part is like the, the company, like, like if you're like the local pizzeria, you're just getting some guy. Some right. guy just shows up. Like it's yeah. not even like, it's not some guy you hired, right? It's just some right. Friend. Yeah, no points for us, Keith. Wow. All right, well. Okay. Well, not uh, the first time I'm
0: not going to answer. Keith's any turn. Tequila. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know your answer. You better answer honestly. <laughs> I'm going to answer honestly.
1: Um, it's a gift for me. It's a gift for me. It is a curse, curse for me. I knew it was a I curse. I
0: cannot do tequila. That's, that's a dangerous. <laughs> it just so happy it worked for you. So, <laughs> okay.
1: And uh, my last, my turn on last. Uh, the Supreme Court.
2: Okay gift oh yeah gift come on gift
1: it's a gift yeah i give both of you a point all right the winner of this is peter uh, peter six to four to the lawyer would win yeah so um yeah i don't know i i I saw that as a game that you could do on podcasts and do do it at little parties and stuff and i thought it was kind of cool so i thought we would do that so all right we're gonna move on uh, to our next article so our next article is about a Texas mom who shoots a teen breaking into her home. This was
0: crazy. And
1: faces eviction. So this is this is a wild story. Um, Texas mother of four, she fatally shoots a teenage teenage boy, I believe it was a boy, who was a home invader who tried to break into her daughter's bedroom window. And she's
0: now ev- facing an eviction as the case is heading to the grand jury. Well, in Texas, she ain't going to find a place. She's not going to have a problem finding somebody who would let her stay. Yeah. So
1: so here's the deal. She was. This is the only (laughs) part that I'm not. I'm not doubting it. But it was a little bit off for me. She was cleaning her living room and she heard someone uh, who was identified as a 14 year old. uh, I'm not going to say the name. It doesn't matter. Attempting to break into her rental home. This is the part that was weird. At 3
0: a.m. So she was cleaning her living room at 3 a.m. That's not uncommon for single moms.
1: Uh, I guess maybe. No.
0: I've. I have. Heard many, read many articles, that okay. that type of stuff happened. That was the
1: only thing that I had a little bit of a question on, but if you say that, and I wasn't, that wouldn't make me you're I mean, you're, me a night, you're a night owl. That's true. I wouldn't know if I would clean the house at you're, that hour. You're not a single mom. But That's true. <laughs> so, very true. I, I'm just throwing something out. he's never been a
2: single mom. No, I, he never,
0: I, I've never been a mom. He might identify
1: as one one day. I've but. been a dad three times, but never a mom. So anyway, that, that part did stick out to me, but that that's a good point, Keith. So the teen allegedly tried to sneak through the woman's eight-year-old daughter's window. Oh, he's dead. And yeah, I mean, like, this is just like, you're just asking for it, right? And uh the mother shared that she was, she recently purchased a gun to protect her family because they had four attempted burglaries before this shooting. Which in, is, at,
0: at, and where, this
2: was the second one in 24 hours, if yeah. I remember the yeah, just yeah, totally wild. Does she
0: have, like, uh neon lights or?
1: I mean, it just sounds like a bad, maybe a bad neighborhood, I don't know. Wow. Bad uh, bad uh, apartment complex. She has four daughters. She said, this is a quote, it's just me and my four daughters that stay here and I was protecting my kids. Uh, but there was a clause in the lease that she wasn't allowed to have a gun. Right. Ah. She was very devastated by it. I mean, she definitely was remorseful for this. I mean, she this is not something she wanted to do. Um, there was a clause in the lease that she couldn't have a gun. And this is, first off, it's very odd for Texas for me. That's the first thing that, that jumped out. It's like, that's a, that's a lease in your clause in Texas of all places. But... Well, it Peter, is going legal, a legally, legally, I mean, I feel like this just seems so anti-Second
2: Amendment. Like, just because you're in an apartment, you can't have a gun? See, this, Private is the, property? this is the next, right, see, that's it. This is the next battle line in the Second Amendment, right? Because what we're seeing is, and they tried, the banks tried to do this. Makes sense. And, and uh, so you it's have these world corporations that are trying to do what the government is not allowed to do, which is take away our gun rights. Uh, and guess what? The Constitution doesn't protect you against the actions of private citizens or private companies. Right. I'll tell you what. So first of all, there's a picture of this
1: woman. Uh, She's a young mom, okay? I I mean, I'm looking at a picture of her. She's a very young mom, young mom of four, and all I will say is if it comes down to being evicted or protecting your children, who cares? Right. You know what I mean? Like, good for you, you know, no harm, no foul. Hopefully, she's found it's a wrong, it's a it's a rightful shooting. Excuse me. And I I, I didn't get in the article that that was even being questioned. No, I mean, matter of fact, She wasn't even charged. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. wasn't even charged at right. the moment that it had happened. Right. I mean, this is Texas, so it's a little different. New York, well, have been charged. I, I'm
0: incidents. saying that based on Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right? I, I will give a little tidbit here. You know, if she had this clause and. We, uh, I shared with Peter, uh, something that we're going to review in a, in a couple episodes here, but, uh, a non-lethal option that maybe, uh, that maybe yeah. this mom could have, could have used instead that, um, would have prevented yeah. the death. Poss- yeah. Possibly,
1: possibly. Possibly. You yeah. know, I mean, these situations are tough because you don't know who's coming through that window. You really don't know. You know, no. he, we talk about non-lethal, but like, what if the guy's coming in and he's got a gun, right? And non-lethal may not be the best option. So Mm-hmm. The, these are not good good situations. The bottom line is raise your children right, right? Ra- raise your children right and, and do the best you can. And, and you know, this mom is definitely looking out for her children. So we'll see. Well, I, I look forward to seeing. I want to see what happens. And I, I hope to see that she's not, you know, wrongfully accused of something in this. Yeah. So, Keith, you and I, <clears throat> uh, we have shared in the past our woes with Spirit <laughs> Airlines. Sure. So, <laughs> Peter, you may not even know this. I'm not even sure, but Keith and I went out to Arizona. We went to the Second Amendment Foundation's uh, conference. Uh, I was a speaker, which was a great honor on, on for me. And I Keith, tried to just
0: distract you the entire Keith, time. Keith
1: accompanied me. I heard big, big bellowing laughter in the in the
0: uh, background. Well, I think the best part was he said something about nine millimeter and 45, and everybody was silent, and then I blurted out 45, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry to say Lord's caliber. I I think I did. I don't remember. But anyway, when we flew back on Spirit, it was a absolute I don't I'm trying not to curse as much as I have in the past. But it was a fucking nightmare. (laughs) I mean, we had to fly into a different airport, rent a car, it was a n absolute nightmare. So I don't have a lot of love for Spirit Airlines, although I've flown with them since. Uh, so Keith, this made me laugh—not laugh. It was sad, but it was, sad. It was Spirit. Well, Spirit so Airlines. there
0: was—they uh, had a little mix-up. There was a, um, a an on a, a, a six-year-old, um, unaccompanied minor. Is that it, what they call them? Which that yes, that a six-year-old is weird. unaccompanied minor, which, which you pay for, right? That's a service you pay for. I believe so. I I did I've used it. I've used it. I just, I'm, I, I'm struggling with the idea of sending my six-year-old child unaccompanied on an well, airplane so, to start before uh, we get into the article. Feel, feel
1: free to give, I'll give a little background. So my daughter, who's she's my oldest daughter, and she's significantly older than my other two. She uh, flew unaccompanied minor uh, down to meet my wife and I. So my wife and I did a train trip. All the way around the country, it was pretty cool. We did it all the way around the perimeter of the U.S. by train, and the plan was to meet her in Atlanta, but we couldn't obviously fly with her. We were we were in Atlanta, yeah. she was in uh, New York, so she flew to Atlanta from New York. But we paid. Thank you. So you pay. I'll take a little more of that, Peter. Um, so you pay somebody from the airline to basically they sit with Babysit. her. They sit with her the whole flight. So they they meet her okay. at the airport. They sit with her. I mean, it feel a little better not, about that. It's not cheap. First off, let me start with that. Right? Well, that's fine. Yep. I, don't, I mean, no, right? It's not the money, but my point is, you are paying a premium for this. So okay. this person, you know, uh, in this case, my daughter's mom brought her to the airport, brought her to this whatever this location. This person, they meet her, they sit with her, they fly you her. You assume they're vetted, right? Yep. You know, yes, right? all that stuff. And for but me, on, uh, Peter, any, you can chime lists. in. It was very seamless. We met her at
2: the gate. They walked her over. It was great from my experience. Peter, I don't know about Same you. Same thing. You know, look, my wife and I were very, very nervous about this. Yeah. Yes, uh, tough decision. Tough decision. We talked a lot about it. We, But you pay a lot of money for this, right? It's almost as much as the ticket itself to have the unaccompanied minor status where there's someone checking on yeah. them. You're paying for that person's flight, basically. Correct. Okay. Seat, okay. Correct. Correct. And ultimately, Mm -mm. you know, now back then, I don't know if it's the same, my wife was able to get a gate pass to go down, even though she didn't have a ticket, and sit with her until she boarded the plane. Great. Make sure she got, and my wife didn't leave the airport until the plane- Took off. Took off. And she boarded her. She was there. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the rule- I don't know how this could happen. I mean, this is shocking. Well, what happened was this This six-year-old boy on a
0: company, we we don't know those details that we just discussed, but we assume that, that was me, sorry. We assume that um, they had this service, right? So this six-year-old child was supposed to take a flight from Philadelphia to Southwest Florida and somehow ended up on a flight from Philadelphia to Orlando. Right. So different part of Florida. Different part of Florida not a different part of the country, right? At least in the same yep. state. Again, ended up in a different spot and it's just it's just a uh she w- he was going to visit his grandmother and here grandma is
1: This part was wild
0: to me. The the quote the quote Yeah, the quote Yeah, was so wild. so grandma was like I ran inside the plane to the flight attendant and asked where's my grandson? And uh, sh- they said he was handed over to you at Philadelphia and she said no I, I had no kids with me and that's got to be the worst thing oh, and uh,
2: I-, I think they said I think at one point in the article I think that uh, Spirit said, oh he missed the flight and yes. uh, that was not true He yeah. did not miss the fight no they put him on the wrong plane so I- right I want to I want
0: to backtrack for a minute. And they re, they did reimburse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: we'll
1: get that in a second. We'll get in a second. Hold on. So first off, before we get into the reimbursement, because that part made me laugh. Yeah. Um what, I, what uh, from a personal experience, and Peter again, chime in as as you'd like. When I did this, I have to say, when I was in the receiving end, I was it was like, oh my God, like I like I just was like, you know, I just want like the, just see my daughter right. coming off the gate, you know. And when you do, you're like, okay, like it it's yeah all of good. Course. it's all instant good, relief you know? and and it did exactly it's instant relief and you feel like you made the right choice and you're like, okay, like I paid all this money and none of that matters. it's great the the part about this that bothered me was they were like Tim the grim like we gave her to you. it's like I'm here with no kid. Like, there's no kid here. You didn't give like, him to me. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? And it's just like, I mean, like, that, that feeling right. has not, to be- hor- I'm not trying to hold out for another <laughs> kid. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that part has to be horrifying for that <laughs> grandparent. I sure. mean, absolutely one, horrifying. One of the things that bothered me about this was that I always thought about the fact, and my wife talked about this before we even did this, what happens if, God forbid, the plane is diverted? Yeah. Right? And now, oh, sh- now yeah. you have a seven-year-old yeah. Which on the is, ground in Atlanta and they're supposed to be in com- Florida. Completely I, could happen. Right. Which could happen. Right. And so they land in Atlanta. What do you do with a seven-year-old? Like, what do they do? Get a hotel room? Yeah. So this is the conversation my wife and I always had. And that was my big fear. What does this kid do in Orlando? Yeah, yeah. Go to this, Disney. Yeah, exactly. House <laughs> and Mouse, baby. Yeah,
1: I, this this is why they, they, they reimbursed for the travel for the grandmother to go down and get him from
0: Florida. They, she had to go get I mean, him. Luckily, right? it was
2: about a three hour drive, which yeah. is not too bad. So
0: I struggle with this, like you know, now the mother is the mother the grand, of the child. Okay, the mother of the child is now going public, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to say that she's looking for a payday. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I know where you're going with this. Keep going. But, you know, everybody's safe. It was a mistake. And Peter, forgive me, because as as a lawyer, maybe maybe your position might be different than mine. At some point in time, when things, okay, terrible mistake, shouldn't have happened. You paid for a service you didn't get, right? I understand all that, but... I'm glad, given, I'm glad you're talking about this, by the way. Keep, given keep that everything turned out the way that it turned out. Your kid is safe. What more is spirit supposed to do here? So
1: if I could, if I could kind of go back to our experience with yep. this. So not even close to the same experience, but you and I had a bad experience. I mean, I mean they helped us as best we could.
0: I, we got I, home we got in home. time for the things listen, that we needed to get in time. Listen,
1: here's the deal. Our flight situation, they we did not have a good situation. And I actually got offered a fifty dollar, like fifty dollar. Like next time you want to fly somewhere, you got a voucher. I didn't even like. I did. I don't even know what I did with that thing. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just was like glad to be home. It was a miserable situation. Like are you kidding me? You think I'm going back on Spirit? For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after what you just did. Exactly. To me? No, I, but I just like. It's like at some point, it's like I, I understand. One guy when we flew Keith, I remember hearing a guy go. This is why you don't fly budget airlines. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, hold on. These airlines, they, you know, they cut corners. And you I was like, booked the ticket. I was like, they don't cut corners on the on the
0: turbines. Like you do. Re- they didn't you- cut corners is why we're not getting a flight, right?
1: <laughs> like, like this one guy, he like was like really insistent on the idea that like, the, like the, our like,
0: flight got delayed because the intercom system between the cockpit and the rest of the cabin was not working, right. That's not cutting corners. Right. And so where I'm going
1: with this is people were trying to make this comment of like, if you flew American, like the the plane would have been a better quality. It's like they No, don't, Airbus is Airbus. Yeah, Boeing they, is Boeing.
0: Right. Like they it's don't, not
1: they don't cut corners on turbines and engines and like the where they cut corners
0: is like your seat's not as comfy. Your seat is smaller. the yeah. space in between the seats is right, smaller. Right, right, the, right. The, the and luggage compartment is a right. Right. Yeah. They, they squeeze 25 more people on the plane, Bingo. you know. It, and so, like, I actually – I'm glad you said this because I was curious where
1: you were going to go with this. And I kind of felt the same way of, like, as long as my kid is safe – like, It's a, mis- a mistake. It's, it's, it's a, a mistake. mix-up. It's you a know mistake. what I mean? Like, I, I agree. I thought you – I wasn't sure where you were going to go with that,
0: but I, I agree with that. It's like, No, I mean, what is what is spirit supposed to do? Pay the kid a million dollars for going to Orlando instead of Southwest right. Florida? I, I don't – and again, Peter, I'm not sure where you are with it. but Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I at least here. give him
2: a free kid, a free ticket to Disney World. Okay, uh,
0: t- that, that's reasonable. I thought
1: you were saying him a free kid. I was like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got extras. No, no, no a kid. ticket to the Mouse's <laughs> house <laughs> is reasonable. As long as the lawyer gets his
0: cut, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to go to the mouse's house these days, you know, given what they got going on. But, you know, that's reasonable. Right, maybe so, maybe SeaWorld's see better.
1: <laughs> so I have one last article before we out, uh, get out of today's uh, episode. So this is, a, this is a crazy one. And actually, before we go into this, so it's a scary world out there. I, I mean, we're talking about <laughs> missing flights and kids going to Orlando <laughs> instead of Fort Myers. But it's a scary world out there. And Peter, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I always give you an opportunity because I'm a member. Keith's a member. But you want to plug New York Tax defense real quick? Yeah,
2: sure. I I didn't even think about that. But, you know, look, uh, as I'm sure every gun owner knows, Governor Cuomo, our our good friend. And this is for New Yorkers only. This is for New Yorkers only, right? Through um, all of the insurance companies that carry uh, defense insurance companies out of New York. And so we set it up as a prepaid legal service to make it legal in New York. New York Tax Defense, com, And um, same price points, same sort of coverage. We represent you in the event of a self-defense shooting, uh, up to a quarter of a million dollars for $32 a month. And um, look, we're proud Second Amendment attorneys.
1: Yeah, listen, I mean, there's a reason why we bring you back over and over again. I mean, we we love having you on. And Keith and I are both members of New York TAC Defense. <clears throat> we don't get a discount. We get nothing for free. Well, we get a small
0: discount. Yeah, we get we, we get, get whatever. Our, our right. discount, our discount right. yeah. I don't know what it even is. It's 10%, right, Pete?
2: Yeah, it's 10% yeah. off. You guys, uh, I don't even remember I don't remember code. your code. Uh, the, but we, <laughs> it's on the website, <laughs> We're right? Terrible. We're terrible. we yeah. podcasts. We really are. I'm terrible. bourbon. I'm like, I'm drunk. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, wait a second. It's on the website, yeah? It no? is on the website. Okay.
0: So let me go there while, but, you're, while you're doing this. Let me go to figure out. The,
1: the, the bottom line is New York Tech Defense. Go look it up. I'll get you the code. Don't worry about that. Hit me <laughs> up. We'll find that. Yeah, call me. Yeah, it's fine. I, mean, we'll, we'll, I we'll can't get... even type the
2: gun experiment <laughs> right now. <laughs> we'll you, this is you, what happens when you drink bourbon. that's almost two thirds alcohol.
1: Exactly. We'll get you straightened out, though. Don't worry about the discount. Um, you know, Keith and I, are, we're big fans of you, Peter. And we, we love having you on. And so. I
2: love coming on the show. Look, I drive all the way up here just to come on the show.
1: Exactly. So the reason I bring all that up is because it's a a dangerous world out there. This article is about teen tourists who were stabbed by a deranged stranger at the Grand Central Terminal. So this is a troubled vagrant who randomly stabbed two teenage girls enjoying a Christmas morning meal with their parents at Grand Central Terminal Restaurant. And he comes in, he says... I want all the white people dead.
0: Sorry to interrupt. the 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 code is uh, the gun experiment. Okay. Um,
1: how how, original. how could we
2: forget that? Yeah. yeah. How original.
0: So
1: he screams, "I want all white people dead. I want to sit next to the crackers." <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a white person, it made me laugh.
0: As long as they're Ritz,
1: I'm yeah. in. So he allegedly lunged in at an unsuspecting teenager's. He plunged a knife into a 16-year-old's back. This is crazy. He nicks her lung. Jeez. And then the girl next to her, he he stabs her in the thigh. But carrying a firearm is legal. It's crazy. So this guy has had a slew of prior arrests, a history of mental health issues. He pops up at the restaurant and he says, I want a table, but he wasn't going to order anything. He goes, I want a table, but I'm not going to order anything. Which is like crazy, right? Then and this is the guy. Yeah, he's refused, and then he becomes a rape because he points to the victim's family and he argues that they're not eating anything. It's like, all right, they probably ordered. They ordered. They they're ordered waiting for the food. They're waiting for the food. He tells the people, "I'm not going to order any food, right?" So he grabs a knife and he attacks the poor, these poor girls. One of their knives. One of the restaurant's knives. I I don't know. Oh. I, I'm not sure about that. Let me let me backtrack for a second. So, first off, Peter, you you hit the nail on the head. Go ahead.
2: I I mean, I have so much to say about this. This is like, you know, this is like back to the future, right? 17 prior arrests. Basically, um, I was a prosecutor in the 90s. When I first got to the DA's office, my bureau handled the Brian Watkins Utah stabbing case, where some guy, some family from Utah is vacationing to New York for the holidays, and uh, the one of the guys gets stabbed to death be, over a robbery on the subway. Uh, this is nothing like that. But the fact is that New York is in decline. New York City is in decline. It really is. And, um, you know, I, I don't get it. Like, you know, we we want to be a kinder, friendlier environment in New York. We think we're, we're so liberal and understanding. Who are we helping here? Did we help the tourists? Did we help this guy who's got mental illness that is going to spend the rest of his life in prison? Who, who was helped
1: here? I'm glad you said that. So I've said this in the show many times. <clears throat> I firmly, I stand behind this 100%, no matter how much bourbon you give me, <laughs> you won't You won't forget this. I won't. I really feel like we have a mental health issue in our country. <clears throat> and when I look at our state in particular... It really bothers me because we want we want to do right by people in general. I, I do, you do, we all do. Yeah. Right? And when you have people who I mean, this gentleman clearly has mental health. I mean, Keith, you said, I mean, first off, he's booked on felony counts of attempted murder, assault, criminal possession of a weapon, so it was clearly his weapon, and misdemeanor endangering the welfare of a child. I mean, he's had priors excuse me, he's had priors. Um, He was last arrested on November 7th for allegedly threatening to shoot a stranger in the Bronx, uh, shouting things like, I don't care what kind of green card the government gave you, I'm going to shoot you. I mean, you know, this is is someone who is not mentally well. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. We did a disservice to people in this country, in this state, when we decided that mental institutions were not serving people well. And I do agree at some point mental institutions were not doing the right things. They were not- We should like, have fixed that. We should have fixed that. Thank you, Keith. And instead, we just let people just roam the
2: streets. These, were, it, these were tourists from Paraguay, yeah. right? Yeah. These uh, were, South America. South America, right? Yeah. Paraguay. Paraguay. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact is that who did we help here? I want to know the, these liberal policies- who benefited from these I, from these policies?
0: I got to tell you, what I'm thinking about when we're talking about this, and uh, and I'm not going to give it all away because we're going to do a formal review on the show, but again, I'm sitting here staring at, I have been spending way more time in the city than I <laughs> ever thought I would be spending. And I have forced my- My condolences. Thank you. I have put myself in a position where now I have to figure out how I am going to deal with things like this. And- I am put in a position where I don't feel like even if I had my New York City permit, you know, I can't carry on a subway, which I travel almost on a regular basis. I don't want to say daily. Um, but I, what is your means of defense here? Keith, you're driving to the city and it's like this
1: is like a well, I'm, Sometimes state. I'm taking mass transit. There's a part of me that wants to say to you, like, you know what, Keith, like you're going to the you're going to the city, like just you know, just grin and bear it and kind of like deal with it. But like at the same time, like I can't, I, I did, I've done that
0: yeah. now for a while, and yeah. I can't do it anymore. I'm walking the streets of Manhattan sometimes, and I'm spending some time in Queens, and I'm seeing people, they're, they're just, they're off their they're off their hinges. Yeah. They're they're not. You know, like it's it's like a third world country. It's really... It's me. a I mean, fucking crapshoot yeah. every day yeah. on whether or
1: not I'm gonna be. I've been on a sub. I've been on a subway train. This is not an exaggeration. This is not a lie. I'm not. I've been on a subway train where I'm sitting there, and some vagrant guy who lives on, you know, lives in New York City, who knows where, is sitting there, and he's just, you know, he whips out his his junk, and he's just, he's just going to
0: town I, on himself, like. It, Two weeks ago, I was on a subway where someone is literally th- playing with their shit, yeah, their own shit. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I mean,
1: it, it's it's crazy. And, you know, as we're trying to revert this back to the story we're talking about, we're talking about a person who is not he's not mentally well. And here's the problem. The city wants you to not have a firearm because because right.
0: they'll, they'll take care of you. Well, now you're allowed to get a firearm, but you can't carry it where you need it. Yeah, I can carry a firearm if I have a New York City permit, which is not unattainable anymore. Right. It's expensive. It's expensive, but fine. Whatever. It's not unattainable. I can carry a firearm in my car. I, I, I don't need my firearm in per se, in my car. Right. Right. You know, if I you, need it when I when I'm in
1: the subway. If you were just walking around New York City and you were not taking subway, you'd be OK. Is that correct? Well, unless you're in a sense of well, space. Yeah, I,
2: or unless you're in Times Square. And who right. knows where I mean
1: exactly. So if you're if you're commuting, And and, and then the what room. do you do
2: with the gun if you wanna I mean luckily You gotta walk you gotta walk a few blocks right. around. You wanna go to a restaurant where they're right. serving alcohol. Well, you're done. Well but luckily the restricted locations are out now. Right? right. That's that's the way but, but Yes, restrictive areas, but no, not in a location where
1: they serve alcohol. Uh, correct. So you go to a TGI Fridays, which is yeah. a, a mundane restaurant. You're you're done. Correct. You you are correct. now you yep. are now a felon. Correct. Listen, to bring it back to the article, there is some scary shit going on. There there are scary people out there, and I and again, I'm going to take a I'm going to take a very progressive stance on this. I feel bad that the person who's committing this shit doesn't have the facilities to meet the needs that they actually need
2: to get help. The system failed this guy. Totally. He's going to go to jail. He's going to be in prison for the next 20 years. Yep. Because the system failed. Because because of bail reform where they
1: let this guy Correct. go over and over and Correct. over and over again. And this guy is now, you're right, he's going to go to what, jail. What for, does our
0: governor say, though? The laws are there if you don't want to let him go, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, bullshit.
1: Yeah. No, I agree 100%. All right, so I think that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And a very special thanks to Peter for hanging out with us and chopping it up. If you're in New York, be sure to check out New York TAC Defense. If anyone out there has any opinions or thoughts on tonight's conversation, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, or Spotify, and let your voice be heard. Later, boys.